Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, good morning, Joel. Hey, How you guys doing? Four. Hey, what's good? Hey, everyone. Hi, Photons. Hi, guys. Oh, man. 10 a.m. on a Saturday. Get to hang out with you guys. Shoot. What a good day. Yeah, hang out with the Pot Town Metaverse. <laughs> hang out with Pod Town. I'm Moshi Moshi. Yeah, living the dream, guys. Living the dream. Right? <laughs> Thanks. I know. Ironically, I'm uh, I'm moving out of my house today. So uh, we've been moving out for a little bit. We bought a new house, which is really nice. But we don't get to move into it for another three weeks. So I'm uh, moving all the rest of my stuff out. So after I'm done with you guys, I'm back to moving boxes. So this is actually kind of a nice uh, excuse to take a break. So oh, thanks man, for, uh... yeah. Moving is never fun, really. No, no. <laughs> but, you, end... you know, it's good stuff. You end up with those with those boxes that you, you never unpack. And then uh, I try to follow uh, the two-year rule. So if you never unpack a box after two years of moving, you should <laughs> just, just throw it away. In it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, and the thing is, too, I have two kids. So it's just like... There, you, you like you find so much crap stored in every corner of the house that you didn't even know was there because you know you, like we we do a pretty good job cleaning up, but like holy shit we have so much stuff <laughs> like and you just don't realize it until you pull everything out and you're like oh god what am I doing? Uh, yeah, it is what it yeah. is. It's nice having some extra space too, but then it's kind of like a curse at the same time because you just <laughs> just fill it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's on it's on the list to clean for you know mm -hmm. five years. Yep. Oh yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. So should we uh should we wait to try to see if some more people fill in here? Sure. Or yeah, I'm happy to wait or do whatever. Do? Well, I'm, yeah, I am uh, chill. Wait for two more minutes. We uh, I was on a uh, AMA yesterday, um, and we like literally talked about spaceships for like. How long was it, Dead Poet? It felt oh like my God. In, in it was forever. <laughs> yeah, it was like an hour. Uh, and it was awesome. Like it actually went by really fast. And uh, yeah, they, it, they asked me like, "What was my favorite ship design?" And then like, next thing you know, an and hour the later, and then everything else, and uh, uh -huh. U wing, X wing, Y wing. You know. Oh yeah. The only wing I know Star is Wars. chicken wing. You know. So. Uh... <laughs> oh jeez, Dead Poet. <laughs> All the thing I know is chicken wing. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a good, it was a good crew. Talk about spaceships all day long. Obviously, we made a sci-fi game, so it makes sense that we're talking mm -hmm. about spaceships. Yeah, I mean, we tried to schedule an hour for these, but the last two went to two hours because nice. you have a good time, man, and nice. it just goes by fast. Yeah, oh, it does. I think my wife will kill me if I'm in here for two hours, but you know, I'm willing to hang. Like, babe, sorry, it's work. It's real important. Real yeah, important just, that she like comes just, in here and we're just chatting about. <laughs> no, just blame it on me, man. I'll I'll take the heat for you because those boxes, you know, they they'll still be there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Be like, sorry, babe, Sunfire, man. He just he just had all really great, really great, important questions. I just didn't want to let him down, you know. <laughs> That's a good angle. That's a good angle. I was gonna yeah. go with the angle of like I was really hostile. And I was demanding oh. time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he like he he basically blackmailed me and the family. I had to answer his questions, or he was gonna show up at my house. He tracked me through my IP. He threatened <laughs> to burn the boxes of the baby's toys. I couldn't let. Yeah, him. exactly. He was, and I was like, no, I'm doing it for the children. Yeah, perfect. I like <laughs> these excuses we've made up. This is good. Deadpool, did you write these down? I need these for later. Yeah, definitely. I would have it recorded. So. <laughs> Sweet, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, well, I'm fine with uh, diving in and just uh, you know letting people join if they want to. I mean, it's awesome to see everybody who's already here. Thanks for joining us on a Saturday. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we can uh, we can start it off then. This is uh, Mushy Mushy episode four. We have uh, we have Dead Poet and Jace from the Warp Game, and uh, now of course. Everyone in the audience has multiple ships already. They play the game mm -hmm. every day. But just in case we have a few stragglers who are not familiar with the project, can you give us a, a high-level overview of, of what you guys are doing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Warp is a project that launched on Polygon in January. 
Um, we launched at probably the worst time that you could probably launch a Polygon project with uh, right after the flower game uh, that like clogged up the whole network. And then we uh, we had the validator validators writing zero blocks in protest. Uh, and then we had uh, 10 minutes before we launched our Discord. Like, literally, there was, like, a, a worldwide Discord outage. They shut down, or Discord got shut down for an hour. And so it was, like, probably all the worst-case scenarios that you could think of in a project. And yet we still, you know, the token still did a 20x, which is awesome, um, right, around, right in during the launch window. And then the Treasury grew by about a million dollars, which is also awesome. Um, and so, you know, since then, that was, like, for us, that was the beginning of the work. That wasn't the end of the work. That was the beginning of the work. Uh, and so since then, we've actually built, really, we've flushed out the vision of what Warp is and, and how it's um, all, the ecosystem that we had intended for season one. And uh, now we are uh, looking at our multi-chain launch uh, for our first launch on Phantom, uh, which is May 10th at noon PST. We're, we're launching on Phantom. And uh, a lot of these projects, you know, when they when they go multi-chain, they tend to do uh, incredibly well. And, and for us, we're really excited. We have a really cool multi-chain integration. So uh, real briefly, though, what is Warp? So Warp is a GameFi project. Um, GameFi, if you guys, I know you guys are here in, in Podtown, obviously, but like for those of you who are looking for a definition. I like to define GameFi as making money and having fun doing it. You know, that's kind of how I determine if something is GameFi or not. DeFi is making money. Games is just like playing games, wasting time. But but GameFi is kind of the perfect blend of both of those. So that's really what the vision of Warp is, is to make money and to have fun doing it. Um, and so uh, what we've built basically is uh, there's a lot of components inside the Warp ecosystem. It's a little more complicated than than I would say most projects, but that's where the it provides a lot of opportunity for people. Um, so we have DeFi components, we have NFT components, and we have game components. So I'll break those down real quick. Uh, in DeFi, so we are, we utilized a lot of the same, um, I would say, uh, techniques as like an ohm protocol, Olympus protocol, um, in the fact that we offered bonds as a way for us to uh, build up a treasury that is used to, uh, to support the project and support the ongoing uh, uh, development of the project so that was the um that was kind of the, the the foundation of our launch on polygon but in offering bonds what we also do is we offer tokens at a discount so you come in you exchange stable coins for for tokens and uh for phantom we're launching with a 40 percent discount on warp dilp and then we have a whole bunch of stable coins usdc my frax and die bonds that you can get at 35% discount. So you basically you come in, you bond, and then if you bond at $250 or more, you get an NFT Starship part. That leads us into the NFT section I'll talk about in a second. Uh, but then we have our uh, multi-planet staking. So that's actually what put us on the map when it comes to uh, things that, that made us stand out during our launch phase on Polygon. And that is in the sense, again, talking about the DeFi components, um, when you have multi-planet staking, basically you're taking the warp token and we have multiple staking pools represented as planets that you can travel to using your starships and each planet has its own unique APY. And so you're going to be able to um, take your tokens and stake them on each different planet, fly your starships back and forth, and the you'll be able to chase those APYs as you're, you're staking your tokens and then you can unstake them. Um, and so that kind of summarizes, that's a little bit of GameFi in the sense that there's some game theory around it. Like uh, if there's a lot of people heading out to a planet and the apy is high as soon as they all start staking the apy is going to drop but what about the planet that they just left well as everybody leaves that planet what's going to happen to the apy well it's going to go up because there's fewer people taking advantage of that pool so in a sense we've kind of gamified a bit of that staking reward system but it's still fundamentally centered in, in DeFi. the act of bonding and staking is terms that a lot of people are pretty familiar with uh, but then in order to achieve those extra staking rewards you you have an nft starship um, so that brings us to the NFT component. So we have our starships. Uh, you know, for for me, if you, if you guys have don't know about me, my background, I worked in the film industry in Los Angeles for 10 years. I worked on a bunch of Marvel movies like Thor and Iron Man and the Avengers. And so I bring my background as a visual effects artist. And so all of these starships that we created all look really badass. Like if you go to our website, warp.game, you'll see we have some incredible designs, incredible starships, um, and a huge amount of variety, including 
uh, Deadpool, I saw you post in chat, but you can post it too. Um, you know, we're giving away uh, some Podtown themed starships. Uh, so if you go to that that uh, Moshi chat, you can see we have the uh, the Podtown starship, and that's you know stuff that we create as a giveaway for these partners that we have uh, as a way for people in the community to be able to fly around in our universe in a in a one of one starship. So all the things that that a lot of NFT collectors are familiar with, the rarity, the attribute components of the NFT itself, um, all of these things are available in inside of our NFT ecosystem. And one of the coolest things that we did post launch on Polygon was we actually built our own internal NFT marketplace. So you can actually right now go to our uh, web app or to our DAP and you can see uh, in the shipyard all of these starships that are being sold by other players. And the cool thing is that you can sort by uh, the location that that starship's on, um, different strength attributes uh, of that starship from its engine, its hull, its bridge. Uh, you can sort by the brand of the starship, you know, what manufacturer it came from, um, what archetype it is, and then also the experience, which comes into play for the GameFi stuff. Um, so you can actually buy starships directly from other players integrated into our marketplace. Now, we are listed on OpenSea on Polygon. You know, you'll see us on PaintSwap on, on Phantom. But uh, the cool thing about when you use our NFT marketplace is it's actually cheaper in gas fees and it, you don't have to pay the platform fee. So actually, when you sell your NFT to another person in the ecosystem, uh, you actually have more profit because um, we're able to just do that directly, kind of like an, an OTC transfer instead of having to run through um, another listing. Or you can also sell it on a, a major platform, whatever you choose to do. Um, so the NFT collection system, all of that sort of stuff is all built in um, to the ecosystem. Uh, it also means that parts, like the parts that you use to assemble these starships are also all tradable. Um, so you can buy, sell, and trade NFT starships um, and the parts that are used to create them all with other people straight in the ecosystem. Um, and for us, you know, we we the warp token itself is a core component of our system. We will talk about that in a minute. Um, but really for us as a team, Main, building and maintaining and and making sure that these nft starships themselves maintain their value and maintain their um their their openness and the or their uh ex exclusivity in the ecosystem is really important um so so the the warp token of course we're a rebasing token we're a staking token which means that they're naturally inflationary but one of the cool things that we've seen and we're really proud of is the fact that these nfts are actually holding their value and why is that because there's so many things that are coming We'll talk about the GameFi here in a second uh, with the Starship. So here's like a good example. So right now, if you wanted to go buy a Starship, um, you could or get access to a Starship. You could go to our NFT system and you could, uh, sorry, you could go to our, our part store and you could exchange stable coin for the NFT part that you want, the whole bridge and engine, and you need all three to make a Starship. Um, you can pay in stable coin and you get a bonus. And the more, that the, the higher the value of your Starship part, the stronger or faster your Starship becomes when you assemble it in our factory. Or you can go onto the shipyard and you can buy a Starship from another player. But the thing is, most these starships are running anywhere at the cheapest at like $400, $500, all the way up to the most expensive into the thousands or tens of thousands of dollars um, if you wanted to have like a ridiculously tricked out starship. Uh, for a lot of people, that's a really high barrier of entry. So one of the cool things that we're doing to make sure that we maintain the value of these NFTs so that the, the floor price, in a sense, of them doesn't drop, but also allow more people to access the ecosystem is we're introducing in Season 2 ship rentals. And that is where you, as a uh, starship captain, are going to be able to take your ship NFT just the same way that we built the marketplace. We're now building the, the ship rental station. And you can say, hey, I I'm willing to rent out my you know base level starship for like 10 die per day. So somebody will be able to come in and say, hey, I want to borrow this starship for three days. Um, they put in, they pay 30 die, and now they have access to everything in our ecosystem, all of our games, multi-planet staking, the warp gate, all that sort of stuff all just by you know paying a, a rental fee and then at the end of that term you as the owner claim that starship back uh and then you can actually now um, rent it out for somebody else so you can earn passive income off of your starship while also allowing people to get into our ecosystem and get hooked on all the cool things we're doing without needing to pay hundreds or thousands of dollars so it's really kind of a win-win situation one of the other kind of cool um, game theory elements as well is that you know we have our battle arcade which i'll talk about in a second and with the uh with renting out a starship somebody might take your ship and they might like go out into the battle arcade and they might they might beat the shit out of that starship right um well 
what uh, what that means is that when you inherit the starship back, when you get it back after the the term is the rental term is done, now you have a ship that's been banged up and you got to repair it, um, which is like just how it would be if you rented out to somebody your car in real life and they crashed it into a tree. Um, so what we're doing is we we started out as a joke. We're actually going to do a thing where we're going to offer an insurance policy where it might be like a small charge per day for you as the the owner to be able to ensure that when you claim your Starship back, the Starship is fully repaired as well as fully refueled if the uh, user actually ended up um, uh, using that Starship in a uh, in battle um, and or in multi-planet staking. But the cool thing then, even with, with that sort of thing, is that we are introducing as a part of our GameFi expansion uh, ship experience. So each one of these Starship NFTs contains experience points attached to it. So it's not the experience stays with the Starship. So if you actually sell a Starship with a lot of experience, then that Starship is going to, um, you're going to lose your, your aggregate experience as a, you know, all the Starships connected to your wallet. Or then you can buy a Starship with a lot of experience and your global experience is actually going to go up. Uh, but the cool thing is if somebody, if you've rented out a ship to someone and they're off fighting battles, doing ship expeditions, ship races, um, coming in season two, all that stuff, while well, your ship is earning experience points. So when you get it back, that is actually going to be more valuable. And you got that experience in a sense for free because somebody else was using it. So again, we're really working hard to try and keep the NFT component um, and keep these NFT starships to maintain their value and to be incredibly useful as the project expands. So then the final component, I know you said to describe the project briefly, and I'm going into like a lot of details. So sorry about that, son. Um, no, go the, on. Final, <laughs> the final component of our ecosystem is the game, the game elements and the GameFi. Um, so basically, what we have right now already live. Uh, it's been running on Polygon for a while. So we have two two games inside of our ecosystem. Uh, the first one is uh, inside of the Warp Arcade, and it's called Warp, Warp Royale, and it's where you can have 100 starships. Uh, sorry, you can have 100 players. Uh, simultaneously with no loading screens available to join or leave at any time, and it's an uh, open battle arena. So your Starship NFT that you've bought and you have in your wallet connects to the server, and now you can actually fly around, control your Starship, shoot projectiles at other Starships, um, and, and destroy them and basically have a battle. And the cool thing is the strength and, and speed of your Starship NFT is directly related to how strong your Starship is in the arcade and how fast it moves. So if you have like a killer Starship and you come in, then you can totally own the battlefield because your Starship is a beefcake, right? It's, it's got a lot of power and strength associated with it. So you can actually play that in real time with up to 100 people all around the world. And we've actually done it when we do uh, Discord Hangouts in our uh, Discord group. What we actually do is we um we have a whole uh uh we have everybody in the community come join our voice channel we all jump into the arcade and we fly around and we shoot each other for half an hour uh, and then we give out prizes um for whoever's the, the the top killer at the end of that session and it's actually a lot of fun um and the cool thing we're actually right now it's it's only other players but we're just about to launch uh ai starships and the cool thing is the AI starships inside of the uh, Warp Royale are actually going to be constantly fighting each other. So even if everybody leaves the server, the AIs are actually still battling each other like endlessly. There's new starships joining, being destroyed, all that sort of stuff. And so what that means is every time you jump in to play, even if there are no other players, you're actually jumping into a battle that's already in place and it's going to keep going. So there's always going to be something cool to do inside of the Warp Royale. Um, and that update is coming uh, in the next couple of days, which we're excited about. Um, then the other, the but the 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 Warp Arcade is really just for fun. Uh, you're not um, you're not earning money. You're not doing anything through that. Primarily because this is a Unity game environment, um, which naturally means that people can develop exploits for it. It's not secure like the blockchain. And so really, the arcade is is just for fun. It's a really cool thing that you can do with your ship, um, just to just to play around. Kind of is our tier zero game implementation. But what we're actually developing going forward is, or sorry. I say going forward, I was about to leak our game. I'll talk about that in a second. I'm very leaky. We have a new game. <laughs> we have a new game that we're, we're that, that we're in development with that you guys are in like. I'll talk about that. I'll give you guys some alpha in a second. Um, but one of the, the other things, the other component of our game system that's launched is uh, the battle arena. And some it's it sounds similar to the arcade, 
Um, but the battle arena is actually a blockchain based game. Um, so what happens is you go to the battle arena and you can actually uh, put out a battle bid in warp. So originally we were looking at die and now we're actually we've switched everything over to warp, which is actually a pretty significant technical achievement because you have to do a lot of things with like valuing warp at the time of purchase and making sure slippage is introduced and it's not frustrating for the player. Um, so we're really proud of kind of being able to use warp as an in-game currency uh, on the blockchain, which is great. Um, so for you as players, you can actually stake your tokens on multi-planet staking, be getting your crazy APYs, and then use some or all of your gains in your ecosystem to then go to the battle arena, and you can bet it against other players. Um, so the battle arena is really cool. We've got this amazing HUD interface. Uh, Deadpool, you can probably post a couple screenshots. Um, in fact, one of the cool things, um, you know what, I, I posted this on the other um, group. Let me find it real quick. Um, because it was really cool. Um, I was doing actually a battle with um, another starship. And even though like this is a game that like I've helped and helped build, um, it actually was a really, really cool experience because, oh yeah, here it is. Uh, let me just real quick um, save these here and then I will um, put them uh, here in the chat. Uh, here we go. Uh, and we're going to the, where is it? Where is our... Channel. Oh, it was an yeah, announcement. Mushy, yeah. Oh, it's at the okay. very top. Yeah. There it is. Awesome. Um, so actually, I'll post real quick here um, the results from this battle. And so you can see here in the channel. Um, yeah. So here's like what the uh, the ship HUD looks like when you're battling another starship. So my starship was called Do Not Fight This Ship, which I think is a perfect name for ships that people will automatically want to start fighting. Um, and you can see uh, you can see there that my engine integrity was at five. So this is like the very last turn that I had on the blockchain. Um, and the enemy starship, I had been whittling down its hole. I got a critical hit on its bridge, and then I'm like, okay, let me just go for one more. I'm probably going to die. Um, but then I posted here, uh, you can see I was actually victorious. Um, so my final shot actually did the damage and crippled the enemy starship. Um, so the cool thing, because this is all happening on the blockchain, what's going on behind the scenes is that um, we are are running actually all of these transactions on the blockchain. So you can see in that first screenshot, um, you can choose to target a whole bridge or engine. Uh, I don't actually, I didn't actually include the buttons in this. Actually, let me just... I'll go to an actual battle real quick so you guys can see what it looks like. Um, but basically, you choose your whole where you want to reinforce your shield. So you can choose your whole bridge or engine, um, and then you choose where in the enemy starship you want to attack. And the uh, the AI that's actually powering the uh, the battle on the blockchain is actually pretty smart. And so it's not just like you know you do a uh, you do a quick battle. You know you just hit a button and then you're good to go. You actually have to be strategic in how you um, attack your starship. Um, and so I'm actually just real quick trying to get into a battle so you guys can see a little bit of what it looks like. Um, there we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start fighting somebody while I'm in the middle of an AMA. Uh, yep. There we go. I'll just copy and paste the screenshot and put it here. There you go. Um, so now you can actually see the buttons uh, down on the bottom. So the cool thing is you choose your where you want to reinforce, where you want to attack. And then if you don't have time for this, usually these battles take anywhere from five to eight minutes, depending on uh, your strength, the enemy ship's strength, and whether or not the network is congested. Um, and then uh, uh, you you actually, when, when the battle is done, you will win or you'll lose those warp rewards. Um, regardless of whether you win or lose, your ship, ship still earns experience, which is cool. But if you also lose, your ship does take damage. Uh, so it, the damage is small. Like basically, if you, uh, if you have... Um, uh, a starship component, you know, and you're fighting against another starship, the most damage you can take uh, is, is I think, five points in uh, in damage. Um, and uh, five points in damage equals $5 to repair. So if you're out there and you're betting, uh, I believe it's like $1,000, you know, in a bet, then the maximum damage you can take is $5 in damage. So it's actually pretty small. Like, we want to make it so that people can battle each other. But the starships do get damaged. Uh, so you want to be, you know, careful if your starship becomes too damaged, it will no longer be able to fight.
Um, but if you don't have time for this, there's also an auto battle mode, which is cool. So you can basically just uh, fight another starship in a single transaction. So if you just want to bet like 0.5 warp, you want to see whether or not you win, you hit the auto battle, and then it basically plays the entire battle through in a single transaction, and then uh, you win. The, you know, the downside, of course, you don't have as much control, um, but the you know you may find that hey, I'll just do a couple quick battles and and then kind of move through. Um, so all of this is running in our live environment. You can actually go do it right now on Polygon. It's it's all up there. It's really cool. Um, so both this and then the um, arcade are kind of our tier zero launches. So the cool thing is in season two, uh, which is on the horizon, uh, we're introducing two new games. Uh, the first one is ship racing. Um, so this is actually, we're really excited about ship racing because what will happen is you'll basically submit your ship for a race and you'll pre-program the ship's AI controller on the techniques that you want it to engage, whether it to be more aggressive on turns or less aggressive, whether you want it to like try and, and focus on hitting the straights or not. Um, and then uh, you can choose how you want it to react in specific ways, as well as set some cool parameters that I won't talk about yet because I'm very leaky, but I don't want to I'll leave some surprises. Um, and then basically you pre-program your AI controller with all of these different variables, and then you set your starship out for the race. Well, then the cool thing is that other people will see the starships that are entering into the race, and then they'll be able to bet on whether or not you know this particular starship is going to win or lose and then um, i think we're looking at once or twice a day the race will actually engage um, and so that means everybody can watch in a real-time environment the starships racing each other and then the winner will not only win um, based off of the the you know their their bets but then also all the people who've been betting on these starships will be able to choose whether or not they win so this is where having a starship that has a very strong engine component um and and is like a, a beefy starship you, you may not care about the whole of the bridge because you're not trying to fight other starships, you just want to be a fast racing ship. And so that's where having a strong engine will really make a big difference. Um, so starship racing is really cool, really excited about that. Uh, and then the other thing is, is, uh, is quests. Uh, we call them expeditions. So basically you'll be able to take your starship and send it out on an expedition. And then when your ship is is out there, um, basically searching through the galaxy, trying to find uh, resources and treasures, you can choose whether you want a short, medium, or long expedition. And those obviously come with increased difficulty, as well as uh, the odds of success increasing too. But then the time it takes also goes up. So if you send your starship on a, on a long expedition, your odds of getting a high reward go way up. Um, however, the, the difficulty of that mission, as well as how much time it takes to engage on that mission um, are also, you know, they also go up as well. But if your starship has a lot of experience, that's where that experience points comes in. If you've been ship racing and battling or you bought a starship with a lot of experience, um, then the more experience your ship has, the higher the likelihood is of it returning from a quest successfully. And the cool part about that is that not only like what is, you know, a successful quest. So we have things inside of our ecosystem that are that we're going to be giving away as a part of the questing. So your ship might actually come back with fuel. It might come back with a starship part. It might come back with warp tokens that you get to have for free. Or it might actually come back with a derelict starship NFT. So this is a starship NFT that is uh, it has been broken. It's busted. The ship is no longer working. And you can choose to either sell the derelict for you know a low amount of money, or you can fix the derelict up. And now you have a new starship in your fleet that your previous starship uh, returned with it. But also, we are making these strategic partnerships, including the ones here with Podtown, where we're actually going to be able to start to expand our multiverse environment into uh, giving out or otherwise connecting with our partners. So for example, because we're connecting with the Podtown crew, you're going to be able to send your starship out on a quest, and it might come back with a Podtown NFT. And the cool thing about that is that when we have our quest summary, when it talks about what your starship found, if we if your starship comes back with an nft from one of our partners it's going to include discord twitter website links as well as a brief bio and the cool thing is that we now have cross-pollination where you come back your starship might give you exposure to an nft or a currency project like we're partnering with tomb you know might come back with tomb tokens you know things like that that you uh, wouldn't otherwise normally get, but it shows that we're building in an environment where you as a user are gonna get exposure to other projects purely by sending your NFT Starship out on a quest. Uh, so that's also coming with season two and we're really excited about it. Um, and then the final part of kind of the GameFi uh, 
core component is the warp gate. And this is actually one of the things that we've worked the hardest on and also are the most proud of. Um, I'll actually send a screenshot of what it looks like here running in our uh, test environment. Um, so let me just real quick do this screenshot. So this is actually, I'm literally screenshotting it right now. Um, so this is our uh, this is our warp gate, and so we've built something that uh, I actually haven't seen any other project do. So a lot of projects can go multi-chain, right? So when they go multi-chain, what this means is that they are, um, you know, they're taking all of their code, all of their contracts, and they're just deploying on another chain. Um, everything is the same, but they're not really interconnected. So you can switch a network to the other, you know, part of the chain, but everything is is disconnected. Well, with the warp gate, what we've actually done is we've created our own internal NFT bridge, and the way it works is that you're able to take your NFT starship, send it into the warp gate, and, and then that starship can now be sent to an entirely new network and emerge from that network intact with all of its strength components, how much fuel it has in it, the experience points that are on it, um, any ship upgrades that you've um, given it in the season two ship upgrades. Um, so your starship is, is basically now transferable between blockchains. Now, what's the point of that? Well, the cool thing is that now we can start to do things like um, chain specific events. So we can say, hey, everybody who is docked at Planet 2 on the Phantom Network at this day is going to get something special. We can do an airdrop. We can do an NFT giveaway. We can do whatever we want. Or we can start to develop specific things for specific universes. So there might be a, uh, a specific game or a specific quest that's only available to people who are on the Polygon Network, for example. Um, so we are uh, right now we're on Polygon. The warp gate is going to be launching very shortly, and that's now going to uh, allow people for when we go live on Phantom, um, we're going to open up the warp gate early, meaning that everybody who has starships on the Polygon network will now be able to send them over to Phantom. And when you send them over to Phantom, that means you can be the first there to get on a new planet and receive those high APYs. If you, especially if you own a starship right now and you are ready to to buy one of those, you know, 40% bonds, you get a shit ton of warp tokens. You travel to the third planet where the highest APYs, APYs are, and you stake there for five days. I mean, you're going to make a freaking killing. Um, and it's and it's only accessible if you have a starship, right? But other people are going to be building their starships, assembling parts, all that sort of stuff. But you already have your ship because you brought it over from Polygon. Um, but then also, let's just say you have a couple of ships that you have on Polygon. Well, you can head over to the uh, you can head over to the um, take your starship from Polygon, bridge it to Phantom through the warp gate, and now you can sell your starship to some of the new players that are going to be on Phantom, meaning that because you're one of the first ones to list your starship there, you can actually um, be one of the first ones to sell and get you know get an, an ROI off of your ship um, because now somebody else is more willing to buy it because it's brand new or they want to get a cool ship and pick the archetype, all that sort of stuff. Um, so the warp gate's actually working. We have successfully, I mean, it was revolutionary before. Now we've done it so much internally that it's kind of, I mean, the magic is still there, but it's crazy to me that I'm able to take a starship. I mean, you guys can see here in that screenshot, um, you know, the the starship do not fight the ship, which is my my favorite ship right now. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> do not fight the ship. I traveled. Um, I sent it to uh, Phantom. Uh, we've sent starships to Binance Smart Chain, and um, we've t deployed a test avalanche as well, um, where we've actually been able to send and retrieve starships to avalanche. So what this means is when we go multi-chain. All of a sudden, you as an investor coming in, getting your parts, getting those NFTs. When I talk about maintaining ship value, like this is it. These NFTs, it's not like you're buying an NFT project on Ethereum, and that's where it stays. You know, if the network fees of you know of uh, Avalanche or or Binance, well, Binance is going to be generally low. Let's just say Phantom gets really clogged. Well, you can take your Starship and head over to Avalanche. And one of the cool thing is right now, you know, people the, the question people usually ask us is, what about warp tokens? Um, well, warp tokens are going to remain in this, uh, separate from each other right now because uh, for a couple of reasons. One is that um, we, uh, as soon as you start doing token bridges, uh, it gets really, really complicated really fast, and you have to deal with validator nodes and pools and all that stuff. And we don't quite have enough liquidity in any of our pools to be able to uh, work on on doing a token bridge. Um, and then the second thing too is that you know we are a fair launch token. We are very proud of that. So uh, when we launched on on Polygon, we had no influencer tokens, no team tokens, um, no uh, no tokens given away to other users, etc. Uh, so everybody in 
including myself, uh, had had the same chances of, of buying in at, at launch. Um, so if we had a token bridge where people could take their tokens from Polygon and send them over to Phantom and sell on everybody buying, that's basically the same thing as as uh, having a pre-sale in a way. Um, so we're keeping those separate for the time being. But one of the cool things is we are partnered with Synapse. Um, we're connected with their team. In fact, one of their uh, amazing team members, Sam, is an advisor, a partnership advisor uh, for Warp. Uh, but one of the things that we're looking at doing with Synapse is creating a uh, an ability for you as a Starship owner to, to have your Starship and then to also load it up with tokens. So you can load it up with Stablecoin. And then when you send your Starship through the Warp gate, it's carrying not only the NFT, but also the tokens itself through the Synapse bridge. And then it will emerge on the next uh, network with all of those tokens intact, all done through the Warp interface. So the cool thing then is that, you know, if you do want to get to another network, uh, you can sell your Warp tokens into DAI. Um, bridge that, bridge those tokens over to uh, to another network, and then stake those tokens again on another planet, and you'll be able to do all of that straight within the warp ecosystem. So, in terms of maintaining the value of these starships, that's where they're going to be as they turn into literal carriers that are taking your tokens from one uh, one chain to the other. Um, so, uh, I remember, son, when you told me to briefly describe the project, and now it's 10:36. Um, yeah, that's warp. <laughs> I think you I like did. to talk about this project. I think you did an amazing job, honestly. Uh, that was that was all uh, as good good deductive flow too. You you uh, move through everything seamlessly, and uh, it's really easy to follow. I I do have one burning question in my mind though. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm very curious because I know it sounds like um, experience plays a role. And and I'm just taking guesses here. And also um, the different stats of the ship. And I think it's really cool. Uh, it sounds to me, once again, I'm just guessing, but it sounds to me you have it uh, set up to where the metadata of the NFTs can be updated um, is what it sounds like. So can you tell us about A, how do you earn experience? B, how is that applied to the ship? And then C, um, how do you handle that as far as the metadata with the NFT? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those are great questions. Uh, so right now, the way you the the primary way you earn experience is through the battle arcade, uh, battle arena. Um, so the main reason why we're doing it through the battle arena and not the arcade is that again, the arcade is running on Unity, and so uh, having it interface and having you have to submit uh, transactions to the blockchain to update. Uh, metadata uh, somehow within our Unity uh, game uh, WebGL environment is just, it's a huge pain in the ass and it never works. We tried it, it yeah. didn't work. Um, so the arcade, that's why the arcade is always just kind of for fun. But right now, every time you're interacting in the battle or arena, you're actually, we can do things like update NFT data. Um, so uh, we are, um, right now the battle arena is the primary way to earn experience. We're also starting looking at um, having experience be for a little more mundane things too. Like when you travel through the warp gate, your starship gets some experience. Um, when you are uh, traveling between planets, your starship gets some experience. Uh, we haven't rolled that out yet because experience really comes into play in season two. Um, but we are, uh, we are basically building in that functionality where we want these starships to constantly be uh, gaining, gaining those experience levels. But again, we have to, you know, have actual interactions with the blockchain in order to um, adjust the nft itself um so that being said that's coming season two um so so what what does um so that's kind of how you earn experience. But then when you do ship races, uh, when you do, so ship races are going to give you experience. Uh, ship quests are going to give you like mega experience. So when you send your starship out on a quest, whether it's a one day or a five day or like a seven day quest or whatever, um, there's going to be a, uh, there's going to be a, um, sorry, hold on just a quick second. There we go. Um, so basically, when your uh, starship does go out on a quest, it's going to get a lot more experience because it's basically traversing the galaxy in search for loot. And so the experience that it gains, you know, as your as your starship is out there, um, is going to be a lot higher. So then, what is experience used for? Um, so experience is used in a couple of key ways. Uh, the first thing is that um, it's used primarily to um, to to determine the success of a specific thing. So uh, in the battle arena, the more experience your starship is, it does actually get a buff 
because it is more experienced against a less experienced starship. Um, so even if you have a weaker ship, if your weaker ship is more experienced, it can have better odds against a stronger ship. You know, we want that kind of Luke Skywalker versus the Death Star sort of uh, type of environment where you can have, you know, your odds may be low, but you can have success even if you're taken on a behemoth. Um, the next thing that experience comes into play is we're looking at doing discounts. Um, so the more the more experienced your ship it is, uh, it's going to cost less uh, to do things like upgrade your starship, which I'll, I'll talk about in a second. So um, the more experienced your starship is, the less it's going to cost you in warp to um, to buy or uh, equip upgrades in your starship, as well as we're looking at having uh, the warp gate um, when you're traveling between the warp gate. Right now, the, the fee, excuse me, <clears throat> The fee to travel on the warp gate is 10 die, um, so 10 bucks, you know, to, to send your sh to ship over. Uh, but as your ship is more experienced, if it has like a higher reputation, then that fee can go down, um, even be almost reduced entirely uh, if, you, if you have a very high experienced starship. And so we want to make it to where people who have played in the uh, in or who have been playing our game, the more they play, um, the more they can play, um, and the more you know, the stuff, the lesser it costs for you to do stuff. So even uh, we're looking at in the marketplace when you're able to buy upgrades for your starship, like if you have a huge amount of experience points, there's going to be certain things that are going to be available to you for free, um, primarily because you are, you know, your starship has such a high experience level. Um, and that's cool. You know, it's just like an extra per a perk of having a ship. The cool thing is if somebody has built up a starship, they might be farming, you know, ships in a sense where they're going out and they're earning a bunch of experience on the ships. Then they want to sell them. They want to sell those high experience starships. Um, then uh, what happens is, you know, you you can buy that ship with all of that experience in it and get immediate economic advantage. Um, also, uh, the time it takes to travel between planets and multi-planet staking, your starship will be able to travel at light speed better. It has a better navigation system because it's more able to to ride those gravity waves between planets, and so you can actually get from one planet to another um, faster because your ship is more experienced. So experience is actually going to be a um, a very powerful tool uh, going forward uh, in our ecosystem. Um, and then to the final thing that you mentioned, yeah, so so right now you have three key stats. You have your bridge, your engine, and your hull. So your hull is primarily responsible for your, your hit points. Um, so the stronger your hull is, the uh, better your starship will be to take damage. Um, the stronger your bridge is, the better it's going to be able to do things like uh, navigation and... Um, uh, expeditions. So, so those who have invested in a high bridge are going to have uh, their starships be better on those quests. Uh, and then your engine, of course, is your speed. So, um, you're you actually right now in the battle arena. If you when you're like battling other ships, not the arcade, but the actual blockchain game. If you if you look at doing a um, getting into battle with another ship, you'll see there is a speed bonus. So, a starship that uh, is faster then the uh, one starship is going to be faster than the other, then it can get up to a 10% bonus in speed, uh, meaning that it's harder to... Actually, no, it's, I think it's higher. I think it's 25%. Um, but it can actually... What a faster starship means it's harder to hit, which means that if the enemy is targeting you and they're trying to hit your bridge, their odds of missing go up significantly because your ship is a lot more nimble. So that's already in play. That's already happening. But in ship racing... Uh, your start, you know, a faster engine that is going to be, it's going to maneuver better. It's going to take corners tighter, and on the, you know, on a straightway, it's going to be able to to hit that afterburner and go a lot quicker um, than the other starships. So when you guys are looking at um, building starships, you do want to build up your components with the target ship that you have in mind. So you can build like a general starship that might have equal points in all different components. Or you might want to create a starship that has a high engine strength because you want that to be your racing ship or a high bridge strength because you want that to be your, your expeditions ship um, because you want to increase the odds of success and winning, which of course gives you more warp. Um, it also gives you more opportunities to uh, participate in the ecosystem and then sell that starship um, whenever you're done and you kind of want to exit out of the game. So yeah, does that answer kind of all your questions? Yeah, it definitely does. I really like how um, you're taking these different game aspects and different game uh, configurations and setups, and they each kind of have, uh, they each play to the experience of the three different components of the ship in different ways. Um, like the ship racing coming up sounds really exciting as well, and obviously that plays into the engine and the engine experience, I, I would assume and uh, the bridge in the hole with the battling. 
um is the is the bridge experience going to play a part in the uh in the racing too because you said you can set up um different configurations with the ai is that going to play back to the bridge i think we uh, kind of lost uh Jill, Jill, are you uh, there? yeah did you lose me sorry i don't know what's no, no, you're, you're, you're fine i think uh we we lost joel i think um oh okay it wasn't me <laughs> no 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 you're good you're good well it's just i don't know i um that was just something i was thinking of uh seems to to make sense he's out of here he's like you know what i don't know i think he's just joined okay he's back let's give him the old invite yeah. here aha we're back were you uh were you able to hear uh what I was asking. Well, let's just let's just assume that the uh, the experience for the whole is going to play a part in the uh, or the the not the whole. The, uh, yeah, for the ship. Can you hear me now? Yeah, much better. Yeah. Wow, that's so weird. I I could hear you guys the whole time. I didn't change anything on my computer. That's. Hmm. That's super weird. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry. I'll just answer your question real quick. So um, for ship racing, yeah, when uh, we do take into to, uh, uh, consideration your bridge strength attributes on ship racing, um, but when uh, but the primary driver is engine, so you will get a little bit of a buff with your bridge, but um, it's not going to be uh, significant. I, I did forget to mention, I talked about experience and stuff, but in season two, we have ship upgrades, and that is where you'll be able to purchase uh, NFT upgrades that you can then apply to your starship. So if you do just have like a base level starship or you bought a base level one and you want to turn it into a racing ship, then you can equip, you know, we've got like a supercharger right for your engines um, or we've got like an advanced sonar package for your bridge um, or we've got like armor plating for your hull. So each one of these different components you can buy to otherwise equip or adjust your existing starship to be more of what you want it to, to be. Um, and those will be uh, the the upgrades will be relatively straightforward. The more experience you have, the cheaper they'll be. But generally speaking, it's going to be the best to build a starship for the kind of uh, uh, gameplay you want to have instead of um, trying to upgrade it, you know, afterwards. So, yeah, that sounds really cool because uh, what it makes me think in my mind is that I'm probably going to want to have multiple ships designed and tailored for these different purposes yeah exactly yeah we kind of want but but it's ultimately up to the players you know how how the players decide they want to to build their ships or otherwise have their um you know their assembly all of that stuff is up to them and and, and you know the best like you know if, if if you ask me i don't know if this is the question but it's like hey how do i get in on warp you know what would be your strategy if i'm a new person coming in you know for me it would be okay may 10th is our phantom launch right that's where we're going to have um our bonds uh, open up again because right now on polygon you can buy uh starship parts um directly from us or you can buy them on the uh, in the shipyard from other players um but uh you know my strategy would be I want to come in because I also want to get warp tokens, right? And I want to stake them. So I would come in on May 10th, I would bond, and then depending on you know how much you want to how much you want to build your you know your starship up, um, again every bond at $250 or more creates a uh, you get a free starship part on top of it. Um, and that and the you know the it's it's a one to one ratio. So if you buy uh, you know two hundred and fifty dollars of bonds, then you get a two hundred and fifty point NFT, which is the base level NFT in our ecosystem. That's kind of the the the, the bottom tier. If you come in with a five hundred dollar bond, then you'll get a five hundred point NFT. Um, but the way that the the bond system works is that the NFT that you get is randomized. Uh, so there's no guarantee that you're going to get all three components that you need if you're going to to build a starship and so the way that we've adjusted it now after our polygon launch and, and getting great feedback from the community is hey now what you can do is you can make like two bonds let's say you do two bonds you know and you decide hey i, I want to like get a pretty beefy starship i'll, I'll put in 500 i'll put in a thousand dollars in bonds the great thing is not only do you get those tokens which you can stake and then you can make more than a thousand dollars because in a launch environment you're gonna you're pretty much guaranteed to make money um 
but then uh, you also get those stronger points. But let's just say you get like a bridge and an engine, right? And you need a hull. Well, instead of getting another bond and hoping that you get the right uh, part to finish, you can now actually go to our parts store where it just says on our areas, it says buy parts. Um, and then you can actually directly select which point that you want to get, or sorry, which part that you want to get. And right now we, we have it well, not right now, it will always be set at, at a discount. So you basically get a 2x multiplier, So, um, but it doesn't come with warp tokens. So let's say you have a hole in a bridge that you got because you bonded at 500 or $1,000 or whatever. And then now you need to your final part, you'll come to the parts store and uh, you buy, like if you want to buy a 250 point part, then all you do is you pay $125 um, and that gives you a 2x multiplier to get up to that 250 point part. So if you put in $200 to buy a part, you actually now get a 400 strength part. But it doesn't come with warp tokens. It, you're just purely buying a part. So that would be my strategy. I would come in, I would get at least two bonds, see which parts I get. I would buy the third part directly, and then I can use that to build my starship. Um, or you can buy it from other players. You know, there's a lot of opportunity, there's a lot of ways for you to acquire a starship um, but if you buy it from another player you're not getting warp tokens right if you're um, coming in and, and you want to try to, to get it take advantage of bonds um, because we're really highly sensitive to inflation like we don't want to overinflate this project we want to be a project that is years in the making um, we actually shut off bonds relatively like most of these ohm forks you know they were doing bonds for six months after you know they after they started uh, we shut down bonds on polygon after 30 days so uh, we don't, you know, we don't want to overinflate the token. Again, we also have the fair launch environment. So, um, you know, our goal isn't our goal is to use kind of the bonding window to to build that treasury, to de develop the support of the project, but then also give us uh, rewards that we can actually give back out to players. So we can actually reward players in stablecoin from the treasury, which is pretty cool. Um, and then uh, we. Um, shut down those bonds so that the token doesn't overinflate. But the cool thing is the value is going to be the value of the warp token is going to start to take on more meaning because everything in our ecosystem um, outside of the you know initial bonding window is going to be powered by the warp token itself. And so uh, you know well it's, again it's a, a launch environment token, it's a rebasing token. there will always be inflation. but the the amount of inflation um, and the amount of use case for warp, um, is actually going to start to shift quite a bit because you'll be able to use the warp is going to be the only way that you can start to play our games. And so, you know, we're, we're working to counteract that sell pressure, counteract um, any rapid inflation and let the warp token be something that has long legs. You know, I, I like telling it how it is, you know, warp isn't the warp token itself isn't designed to be a 100x token. You know, it's not designed to be a meme coin like it's it's a utility token um, where with a use case inside of our ecosystem. But there's a great way to earn an ROI. Uh, and I'd say in the first 14 days after launch, it's really hard not to make money. Um, but uh, then afterwards, you know, continuing to, to battle and basically like using the rewards that you've gotten during our launch window to keep playing the game, especially as we start to introduce all these new things and then we start to do rewards from the treasury, all that sort of stuff um, is, is going to make it a, a very vibrant and very cool ecosystem especially you know with ship expeditions and partner nfts you'll send your ship out on a quest and you won't know what it comes back with it could come back with something incredibly exclusive from another project that you wouldn't otherwise be able to get your hands on um so anyways <clears throat> what time is it oh yeah 10 53 uh yeah i don't know if you guys have any other questions but yeah that's warp yeah that was that was all good um the only the only question i have from that regarding the bonds when you launch on phantom is there going to be bonds available at first for a specific window time yep um yeah we uh <clears throat> we don't know specifically how long it is we probably will follow in the same footsteps as polygon and have bonds be available for about 30-ish days um but it's not going to be forever so for people who want to come in and they want to get you know those crazy discounts at the beginning um and want to be in on on you know the the explosive growth of a project i mean the cool thing is like um spooky swap is is fully on board with us um tomb is we're, we're working with tomb um we've got phantom the actual network itself that's going to start heavily promoting us because 
they think we're badass. Uh, and so like, uh, and then we, you know, obviously we're connected with you guys on Podtown, which is awesome. We really love what's what's happening here and want to be a part of the growth and the integration between our our two game projects to to have them. I mean, I want to see like Podians have a a uh, a place in Warp as actual avatars or stuff. I I kind of leaked a little bit of the game we're developing, but it's going to be really cool. Um, the one we haven't announced yet. And so basically, you know, we, uh, we're we getting a lot of really amazing support from the Phantom community. And so when it comes to a launch environment, obviously it's crypto, nobody knows. I mean, you know, Ethereum could like absolutely shit the bed like tomorrow and everybody goes into a major panic cell and we're like, hey, we're launching, you know, like anything can happen. But generally speaking, a lot of these projects that are own projects tend to do well with bonds and stuff. And we have a whole ecosystem, a multi-chain integration, a great partnerships so we're hoping that it's going to be a a really great launch for everybody yeah I'm, I'm definitely excited for what the the future holds i mean yeah the market is the market who knows it goes up it goes down but we keep building and it's only going to be good in the long run um yeah time flies when you're having fun uh that was all that was all really good stuff i think you uh you did an amazing job with uh all that information I'm wondering if uh, now might be the time to do a few giveaways here. I know um, I know Ratatouille is itching to do that. She loves doing this, and uh, I'm not sure what Ratatouille has up for uh, for some giveaways. I don't know if you guys brought any goodies that you want to give away as well. But we did. We're at 10:56, so we should probably we should probably hook the people up uh, some little bits. So Ratatouille, what do you want to? Did you guys did you guys bring anything you wanna you wanna do or we do Yeah we did yeah, we'll we'll need you guys to collect wallet address, but yeah, we're giving away two Starship parts. Um, so these are the first, uh, you know, the first of parts that you'll need to assemble. So one of the three parts that you need to assemble a Starship. Um, again, if if you were gonna bond, this would be at two hundred fifty dollars in order to get this part. So, um, you're basically getting you know this part for for free. Um, and then we've got also a repair kit uh, to give away, and that's um, if you damage your Starship in a battle, uh, no matter how damaged it gets, um, you can use a repair kit. Um, and it will repair your starship up to 100% health. Um, so they're really cool, really handy things to have. So uh, again, we'll need you guys to, to collect the wallet addresses, but yeah, we wanna give that out to you guys. And also, uh, if you haven't checked it out, um, we do we have, I think we have the warp countdown set up, right? Um, uh, yes, for... okay. I'm gonna post the uh, link as well here. Uh, yeah, yeah so basically, that... If you go to warpcountdown.com slash podtown, um, you guys can see there that we have uh, an exclusive giveaway for you guys and you guys alone. Um, and it's uh, we've got uh, a couple of um, Podtown exclusive starships. Actually, to be honest, uh, this Podtown Delgado class starship that's here in this uh, main graphic is actually my favorite Delgado class that I've made yet. Having those like, like aqua teal... Uh, vertical stabilizers with the cool front scoop and it's got like the Podtown logo with the coin on it like all of those i think look really cool it's a really unique looking ship and so we're giving that away for you guys um you know for anybody who didn't get a chance to make this ama but you want to hook them up with a Podtown ship make sure to share this link um because then they can uh, they can get involved and you know you guys are again this is an exclusive Podtown one of one starship so not only does it allow you to do all the things that we talked about today but also it's got your amazing community's branding on it so um so yeah we're giving away those as well yeah i think the color scheme on uh on that ship is amazing as well um i agree with you 100 percent. and uh it says right there in the text but in case anyone uh didn't catch that uh oh god ratatouille just dropped the giveaway she snuck it in there you only got a few seconds <laughs> everyone react quick um yeah, in, case, in, in case people didn't know um they're uh the guys over at warp they were generous enough to allocate three starships, three Podtown starships um, for that giveaway event. So uh, you have three chances of winning. So obviously everyone, in my opinion, should go and sign up for that. Um, I did it, of course, because I think this is all really awesome. I would love to have a ship. I want to play these games so bad. And... um. I think you get like 12 entries on your own if you do all the requirements and then you get another five entries for every friend you refer. So 
I don't know. I mean, given given how the markets are right now, it might not be a bad time to start bribing some people with Phantom to to <laughs> Right? Right? Maybe I got a little uh, dark there and went too far, but <laughs> I mean, we have the the best tendency as a project to launch right when there's a market market downturn. You know, we launched in January and now here we are at freaking end of April, early May, and it's like, oh, here we go again. But, you know, we really believe in our project, we really believe in the long term viability of it. We, you know, the partners that we have, like, you know, these are, uh, I mean, if you look at our things, we have multi billion dollar TVL projects that are partnered up with us. Um, and, uh, and they're, you know, amazing. Like we're doing a, an AMA with Frax uh, next week. We've got BVAMA coming up. We've got uh, Tomb. You know, so like these projects wouldn't be jumping on board with Warp if they didn't think that there was something cool, you know, involved with it. So, you know, e even if the launch isn't as great as we all hope, like we're going big and, you know, we've got Phantom and then the next plate on the list is Avalanche and and then finally Binance Smart Chain and then a couple other surprises, including some subnets in the way. Uh, and so we've got, you know, we, we've got the chance to, to continue to do right by our users. Um, so, you know, we're excited. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we um yeah, we're obviously big fans of GameFi here and our uh our last our last mushy mushy was uh with the guys over at Pocket Pals. We talked pretty much for two hours just about GameFi and I personally think that GameFi provides a really good use case and utility for distributed ledger technology. I, I think as far as that stuff's concerned, we're still in the infancy stage. And DeFi is great and all, but there's so much more we can do with this technology. And especially in a yeah. bear market, I feel like GameFi really can help get the transaction volume up. It can bring in more users. It can make the space a lot more comfy and entertaining and fun. And yeah, I'm 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 really excited to see where where this all blossoms from here. Yeah, definitely. Well, and and as that, you know, we're we're. I think it's a warp is a great thing to be involved in during a bear market because of all the cool stuff that we're doing. Uh, you know, it, it's it's even if you come in and you play around for a little bit and just kind of see what's up. You know, we hope that it's engaging and fun for our users. And uh, and yeah, like you know, I I'd I'd rather play around in a game vibe project uh, in a in a bear market um, than to you know sit and be looking at charts all day. So. You know, I hear you. All right, guys, I got to run. It's been a huge pleasure. Thank you, everyone. Um, you know, come find us in our Discord. We'll be back hanging out with uh, with you guys here on, on Moshi Moshi sometime in the future. We'd love to update you on, on what we're doing. Um, but, uh, and, and definitely pod time. I mean, I'm, I personally am so freaking excited. I saw that artwork and I'm like, oh my gosh, this looks so cool. Uh, and I, I'm really excited to see more of a, you know, cross-pollination and cross-integration with our project. So um, it's been a pleasure, guys. Thank you all so much. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. All right. Thanks for thanks for awesome. coming and hanging out with us, Jace. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you all soon. Bye. All right. Bye bye. So um, let's see. We might do um, we might do another giveaway. I think they uh, they wanted to do a um, uh, a repair kit as well. We should probably run the the giveaway for that. And then I don't know, Ratatouille, if you have uh, if you've got anything else you want to do, whitelist spots, uh, some merch. Oh, there it is, right there. Danny wants the whitelist giveaways. <laughs> of course he does. Um, so yeah, as the uh, as the warp guy said, uh, future integrations they want to set something. I think Jace leaked that they want to set something up where the Podians can be an avatar in their in their um, in their ship world that they're building there. That'd be really cool to have your Neko in your Pod Town ship. You know, just flying across the stars and i'm not quite sure um i don't know i talked to tono earlier it seemed like maybe he was uh wanting to leak a little bit of alpha on some of that cross integration it might be possible to see in the future here um maybe a place in the pod town metaverse where there will be some warp action so maybe 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 here in the future we'll be racing some of our of our warp ships around in the Podtown metaverse as well. All right, so we got that taken care of with the uh, shout out to Blue John uh, for winning a whitelist spot. Um, so yeah, I think they wanted to do a, a repair kit as well. Um, should we should we run that too, Ratatouille? And then uh, looks like people are screaming for merch. I'm just going to put this all on on Ratatat. It's time to work. 
Yeah, I'm actually really excited. I I'm I think it's really cool what they're doing at Warp with the uh with the different aspects of the game. Uh like they're saying with the arcade setup, um it's kind of hard to do game game fi live action and use the blockchain. The blockchain has overhead, especially if it's like a, a bogged down day, lots of traffic. And obviously whenever you have some type of opportunity for loot or something and it's an in-game browser, people are going to try to cheat it. Um, they're going to try to exploit and hack it. The only way to really get around that is you got to spin up a remote server. And then it just it, it's nearly impossible to have um, the remote server then working with the blockchain overhead. But I think that's a really cool community involvement. And uh, I've been hanging out in their Discord and I see their, their, little, their little arcade battle parties. And, uh, yeah, that'd be something really cool to get, to get going in the community. Uh, seems like a lot of fun. They get together and they fly around and blow each other up and crack jokes. All right. So ghost one Oh one, you won the merch. So yeah, I don't think we, uh, I don't think we did the repair kit yet. Ratatouille. Are you, uh, are you, are we, are you ghosting me on that one? <laughs> But yeah, and then the uh, their battle arena. I think that's also really cool. And then once again, because they're uh, they're using the chain and on chain data, um, it's really hard to do to do it live action. So it's turn based, or you can use their um, their auto battler. A lot of people also call it like auto chess. That's the the classic terminology for that kind of setup. And I'm I I think that's also really cool. And the uh, the space racing coming up also sounds really fun to me. And also being able to bid and place bets on the races, obviously that's that's an age-old classic. You know, people have been, been betting on races since as soon as we probably started riding horses. So I'm really excited to see them put together all three of those different aspects. I think this uh, this is going to be a really fun game. So you all need to hit that link and get your entries in to win the ship or don't and uh don't dilute my my chances of winning <laughs> but if i was y'all i would definitely get in there get those entries in uh just by yourself you can get 12 entries in within about five minutes going down their list you get another five entries for every friend that you refer with uh an email so no reason to sleep on that. We got the last giveaway here for the uh, for the repair kit. Yeah, Tono. So here's the thing that you don't know. As far as the giveaway bot's concerned, I actually kind of went in and hacked the code, and I blacklisted your Discord ID. So you actually, even though it looks like you entered, you actually can't win. <laughs> no, it's true, man. I talked to H and H. We got it all set up. Um, don't tell the, the people who made the bot though. That's just, that's just our secret. All right. Congrats to mama for winning the repair kit. So, um, normally this is where I'd ask if anyone had any questions. <laughs> um, the warp guys, uh, are with us right now anyways, but, um, I had studied what they got, what they got going on a little bit. Uh, I might be able to answer any basic questions if anyone had. Anything searing in the back of their minds. Uh, Bimps, of course, asked the most important question. Will the ship's interiors have locker rooms? Yeah, actually, I talked with them and I showed them all of your, uh, all of the pictures you shared with us earlier of the different seething, super rapey environment locker rooms that you thoroughly enjoy. So we might be able to work on that. We might actually have to do a, a Quexy Ducks kind of uh special ship and it's just gonna be the most cringy ship ever we'll see if they, they want to put their reputation on the line for that for you bimps <laughs> all right everybody uh it doesn't look like anyone has any any serious questions although not to not to cut down on you bimps that was a very serious question i mean after a hard a hard race in space you got to uh you got to shower up, man. You're going to be just sweating and it's going to be gritty. So all the boys need to get in the locker room, those open no wall locker rooms you love and, and, and have a little group shower. I mean, it's, 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 
we're talking this is the future here you know it's probably 4019 it's all good <laughs> yo you ready to get out of here tono <laughs> i was just coming in to say goodbye oh you're so sweet <laughs> all right everybody that's uh episode four of moshi moshi Make sure you tune in next week. We're going to hang out and have some more fun. I think next week we're going to have uh, Dig Dog to come over as a co-host too. Oh yeah, what are we going to do Why we're hanging out? <laughs> Maybe it's just us. Are we just going to like uh, talk smack on all of the, the latest drama <laughs> that everyone loves? I know. Should we get light on? I think Zero X Light needs to be there then. Yeah, he's a drama queen or the drama lord. I think between Dig Dug and him, they can probably handle at least three hours of drama. All right, let's wrap it up here. All right, till we do, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys.